Welcome to C-Suite Radio. This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th. And it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of The Brett Allen Show. Prepare to be astonished! A pop culture podcast. Join Brett Weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film, <gasps> oh, television, business, comedy, and much more. Inconceivable! Plus, you never know who will stop by. Dude, we are so gonna party! Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome in to another episode of The Brett Allen Show, a pop culture podcast where we interview your favorite actors from film, television, music, and now Broadway and more. And we have a great guest today. We're talking with Jordan Dean. We had his co-star on yesterday, and now we are talking with Jordan about uh, escaping the palace, Harry and Meghan escaping the palace Jordan plays the iconic Harry, Prince Harry, and uh, I'm very excited for this interview. Uh, Jordan, welcome into the show. It's great to have you. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, let's just dive right in. I will ask you the same question that I asked Sydney because I just find this fascinating. Talk about something that couldn't be any more current events than this. Mm. So, like, literally, this just happened within the last year or less, and now Lifetime has, like they do on many amazing projects, decided to tackle this. I heard her side of the story. I'm very curious to hear about yours as far as what your experience was with the project, finding out about it, auditioning, and then literally like within weeks of this event happening, you are in production uh, for a televised series of this iconic interview and, and everything that followed after. Well, every audition, um, I would assume that Sydney said, said the same thing, uh, was basically over Zoom so or self-tapes. And in my case, I was by myself uh, in my apartment. And so I had my mom call in via Zoom and nice. read, Megan, yeah, read Megan's lines uh, to me in an empty room with like an X on the wall that I like, used as like a, as like an eyeline. And uh, that's how I auditioned for it. And I was also moving at the time. So like right outside the camera was just boxes just everywhere. And like, <laughs> nice. and, like everything was just like chaos in my apartment. And yeah, I, I filmed it and then um, sent in the tape and then yeah, did a, did another zoom with Minaj, the director and the producing team and then got the offer and, and, you know, I, I, I said this before, it's like, I had, a, I had some apprehension, you know, I think because I knew that there was just going to be so much scrutiny over, over the topics that we were covering in the film. And, and, and there's just, there, there's so much scrutiny over the two of them. And, you know, so I think um, going into it, I, I knew that we had to 
you know, do the roles justice. Cause I, I feel like the, 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 it's not your typical, you know, ro- it, there's a romance in it and there's a love story at its core, but it's not your typical, um, no, it's definitely not, you know, Royal sense. romance in that sense. It is not. And again, the fact that this is such a current event has to just add to the pressure of preparing for it. But I'll tell you, like I told Sydney, you both did such a fantastic job. Oh. And there were moments where I'm watching this where I feel like I'm actually watching televised coverage of the event like that are literally happening in real time. For her, it's different, obviously, because in the sense that, well, I shouldn't say different. Playing somebody that's so current and so relevant and who, for her side, was actually in the business at one point before becoming involved with the family and then leaving the business and now marrying you in the story harry <laughs> it's confusing here uh, i feel like this is like an episode of uh i don't know what but it's interesting it's a great project and she mentioned to me too that you both had worked together before in any case mm. so that was great in american psycho which i saw that good lord when i found out about both of you coming on the show I was like falling over myself. So <laughs> it must be nice to already have that chemistry with somebody to begin with, right? Especially when you're not getting to spend a lot of time together. So now you're in Canada, you're getting ready to film this. Mm. It was pretty much hitting hitting the ground running, right? From your experience. Like there was like not a lot of preparation. Uh, I mean, there wasn't a lot of time to, I think we were like, uh, we were so lucky that we knew each other because there, you're right. There was, we had a day um, after we got out of quarantine, we were quarantined for two weeks and then, and then we had a day with the um, hair and makeup and uh, costume department. And then we were basically on, on set the next day. So, and we were shooting a really intimate and emotional scene. So the fact that we knew each other and the fact that we had that rapport already from going through that experience at American Psycho and um, there was that trust um, and I also felt like we we had a comfort level um, that was really you know so necessary when we're when we're when we're when you're portraying uh, the two of them and you're and we're showing them at another side of them very intimate moments that a lot of people don't get a chance to see um, and so the fact that there was that comfort and that we were uh, we trusted each other right from day one it was just like you know. We we fell out with our our bums in the butter, if you will, for a British say. Yes, touche. So the response from this has been mixed, but I think most people enjoy it because this is something that we get to be a part of and see that we would not normally be involved in. The big question I would have, because you do this so well, both of you, and it's not a sensationalized story or a character of the two people that you're playing, but... In my opinion, it's done honestly, and I feel that it's easy for us as viewers to connect with you as the characters. Like, what is the hope, Jordan, that you want people to get outside of, you know, obviously TV and film is for entertainment, but mm-hmm. in a bigger picture sense, what are you hoping that the viewers take away from this uh, when they get a chance to watch it if they haven't already? Yeah, I, well, I think it's very easy for, the, for people to kind of... Um take them as headlines, you know, because yeah. they're, they're in the headlines so often. So that they, you know, when you're, when you're at the grocery store or the deli, you're seeing them on people or you're seeing the headlines. And I think the, the, the beauty in 
portraying them is you're showing them as humans. You know, yeah. you're showing there's a humanity to them and a vulnerability to someone like to Harry, um, as well as a strength. I think that is something that I hope people take away from it and see another side of them that you don't get from, you know, a tabloid article or, or a headline. Um, yeah, you're really, you're really getting a, a, you know, the depth um, of these two people. Yeah, very beautifully said. It's it's fantastic, and I mean, it's great to watch. I've watched it a couple times, mm-hmm. and it's fantastic. So my hat's off to you on you. such a great performance. And you have done a lot of a mother, another, a lot of other <laughs> a mother, a lot of other amazing <laughs> things uh, in your career. You've been on Broadway, obviously. We, let's talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Which came first for you? Was it television and film or was it theater or was it kind of a mix of both uh, for you specifically? It was sort of a mix. My parents were actors. And okay. so so they were actors and I sort of grew up in the industry, in the biz. I was auditioning from when I was, you know, five years old in, in New York. And so I've been sort of doing theater, off-Broadway theater and, and television spots when I was a kid. Uh, and it sort of stayed that way, which is interesting because it's like if I, I didn't grow up in L.A., I grew up in New York and there was always TV in New York, but it just seemed like theater was sort of at the core of what what people did. And um, so I, I was doing off-Broadway plays. I like missed, you know, part of a few years of school doing some some theater um, and then you kind of sprinkle in some TV. And then it seems like when I graduated, I went to Carnegie Mellon, I graduated school and then it seems like. TV in New York has sort of exploded as well. So there's been more TV and more film to go alongside the the, the Broadway. Yeah. And I think they're two different skill sets as well. Mm. But I find theater a lot more fascinating in the sense of the time and the effort it takes to get a production up and running. You know, Broadway is now coming back after this pandemic and shows are starting to come back like September, October and it's interesting reading, why can't they come back now? It's like, well, they've been off for a year and a half and they have to like revamp, because if you're going from eight shows a week, you know, performing and then you don't do it for a long time, it's like any muscle that you have, you have to work it and flex it to get it back up. Do you have the interest or desire to do more theater or Broadway and as things move along or have you kind of gravitated more towards television or do you just like to perform in general? Like- being a creative I think I just like to be creative I, I you know I'm I love doing tv and I loved you know making this movie and I and I've done musicals and I've done Shakespeare and I've done you know tv and I've done movies and I'm, I'm writing a pilot now so I think oh, nice. just, just being creative and having that outlet and it, you're right it really does each each medium really uh takes a different muscle and is a, is a different test um for me as 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 a as a performer and as someone who who wants to be involved in as many mediums and forms as possible because that's really like how you keep sharp you know you, yeah. you, in the next the next production of, of theater you know it'll it'll take a little easing into it from doing so much tv work i think yeah i mean they're both great by the way so kind of looking mm. back at your career and everything that you have done as a creative when you're not performing, like what do you do to keep in the creative space? Like 
let's maybe not necessarily during the lockdown because that's I feel like we talk about that with everybody, but like even like now that this project is done and you might not mm. maybe be auditioning, what keeps you creative, Jordan, as far as like that muscle memory and just really staying in the space? Yeah, well, right now, like I said, I'm, I'm working on a pilot um, about a, a murder that happened in upstate New York, so a little bit of true crime. Um, nice. So that's something that I've, I've really loved to do is to write and to and to read other screenplays and to get inspired by them. Um, but other than other than that, I, I I play music, I play guitar, and I write songs, and I um, and I also do a lot of street photography. I've been I grew up doing photography. My dad was a, a great photographer and and sort of taught me and um i just love being in in like new york and capturing street scenes and i love these like classic new york black and white photos and and um i've been doing that like you know on and off for the past like two years i love it i mean that's fantastic new york is such a beautiful place it's been mm. years since i visited but it's just it's a different space and it and the, and the thing is is like you know, they say if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. And I think that's probably true on some level, you know, in the sense of just being able to go there because it's just breathes creativeness. I think, mm -hmm. you know, because of Broadway television, you know, again, has kind of come lately. But even then, in the mid 80s and 90s, I think it's just a great place to be. And a lot of people go there for comedy. Comedians go there to perform because it's easier there perhaps maybe in some other places, but it's just a beautiful place. Jordan, one last question as we wrap mm. our conversation up here. Looking back at your life and your career, was there ever a moment or a time where somebody gave you a piece of advice in your journey? I mean, obviously you grew up in it, but outside of maybe the influence that the family had, someone that you've met along the way that has spoken into your life and said, this, that, or the other that you've carried with you that you could maybe pass on to somebody else listening? There are two moments that, that come to mind, but I'll, I guess I'll start with the, the, the first one was um, the actor John Connie came and spoke at our school. Um, and he basically, when I, we were, I think that was our last year of school at Carnegie Mellon, and he was like facing, you know, 20 or so uh you know, actors. And he basically said, you all have a ticket in your hand and you're waiting for the train to come. And you just have to know that you have that ticket and you just got to stay on the platform because the train will come, but you all have the ticket. And it was like this weird kind of thing that just, like you said, that just stuck wow. with me, you know, throughout all the ups and downs of, of the business that I just kept saying, you know, I, I have, I still have that ticket. I'm, you know, if I just stay in, if I just stay in it, uh, the train, train will arrive. So um, that's just I love that's it. really stuck with me. Fantastic. Well, this is a, a great series for people to watch. Uh, it's on Lifetime Network. You can stream it. If you don't have a subscription to Lifetime, get one. It's <laughs> like the cost of a cup of coffee. I don't know if that's true or not. People are going to come after me for saying that. But if you like those types of shows and, and true crime and true life and everything like that, this is definitely one you do not want to miss. It's starring Jordan Dean, Sydney Morton, and a fantastic surrounding cast, which the rest of them are coming on next week. So I'm excited to talk with them uh, as well. Yeah. And thanks for joining me today, Jordan. I, I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Oh, likewise. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. 
That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.